When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studios. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you too. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Get paid. That's the word. McKeon was just telling me. Agreed to terms, is that what they're saying, Greg Schiano, to come back to Rutgers as their new slash former head football coach? Yeah, from Pete Thamel on Twitter. So there you go. Yeah, Rutgers, Big Ten, they're getting like $40 million plus a year from the Big Ten network deals and TV deals beyond the Big Ten network with the other TV partners. So what did you tell me, McKeon, that you know, Schiano said they needed to – Upgrade the facilities, and he'll come back, and that's a good hire for Rutgers. Part of the requirement for him to come back, apparently, apparently he had other ludicrous requirements, and there's no statement whether they agreed upon it or not, but part of the requirement was you need to upgrade your facilities to Big Ten standards, and that's that's better for the football program, but also that's better for recruiting, Bill. Like, you're not going to be able to recruit kids when they see other Big Ten facilities like Ohio State, and you're showing them New Jersey State School Rutgers facilities that are still at D3 standards. So... They're going to build a facility up, and you know what? You made the best point. They're getting $40 million a year from the Big Ten Network. They've got the surplus now to build a facility up, and who knows? New Jersey's a great place to stay. It's a great football town, so if they can actually get some recruits here and become a—it's going to be really tough to become competitive in the Big Ten, but if they're going to actually be able to get some good recruits in there, they could be back to a really good program. All you have to do at Rutgers, if you're Shiano, is get them to a bowl game every year. So that's six and six, and that'll be enough. That, that's what to, that that would buy you five years to build up another recruiting class. And my guess is Shiano got paid. He probably got five million, four to five million a year. I don't know if there's any report of the number yet, but because but, if you look at it, Bill, the, the the recruiting classes that come out of New Jersey, the oh, are New Jersey yearly is loaded. incredible. No loaded. so much talent in the Northeast, but none of them go to schools that are local. And there's not really much college football in the area. All we really have is Rutgers. But, Bill, it, the, the problem that's been for the last the several years, Rutgers' standards are the standards of a regular New Jersey state school. And I'm sorry, other teams in the – other powered major schools around the country have these incredible facilities that are above some NFL teams' facilities. So – if you want to compete at that level and you want to join the Big Ten and you want to play with the big boys and you want to take big boy paychecks, well, guess what? you got to have big boy facilities. you got to have top-of-the-line stuff. you got to have top-of-the-line uniforms, top-of-the-line stadium facilities, top-of-the-line training facilities. If you're not willing to do that, which they haven't been for years, then you're not going to compete. Then you're going to give up 60 points to Ohio State every single time you play them. But if you want to compete now and you want to get a big boy coach like Greg Schiano, it looks like Rutgers is finally agreeing to say, you know what, this is embarrassing. Now we're going to start trying. Well, Michigan uh, has given up 62 and 56, and they have incredible facilities in Ann Arbor. <laughs> so Michigan uh, has – Ohio State has the most unbelievable facilities you've ever seen. Northwestern just built that enclosed glass indoor facility overlooking Lake Michigan and Evanston. And I think Rutgers – Hiring Shiano, guess what? 
We're mentioning Rutgers football on CBS Sports Radio. Exactly. That's the there you go. Point. And Bill, your point to, by the way, to the Michigan point was perfect last hour. They're still they're not winning five games a year. They're not an embarrassment. The problem is they're not beating the team that everyone cares about them beating, and that's the issue in Michigan. Yeah, I, I had Michigan fans today tell me they wouldn't care if the team went seven and five this year if they would have beaten one of those seven wins was beating Ohio State today. And that that's bad for fan bases because it, it, imagine any t- imagine other pro teams being that way. Could you imagine Yankee fans saying as long as you beat the Red Sox, I don't care? Like they have a competitive program every single year, but they're not beating the team that they want to beat. Look at Michigan's recruiting class every year; it's top ten in the sport. One note on Michigan-Ohio State, and when you compare it to Oklahoma-Texas or any rivalry, look at Gus Malzahn. If he would have lost today, there was talk that he might have been fired, that he might have been fired. A guy that won a national championship at Auburn because he doesn't have as many as Nick Saban, the Iron Bowl rival, there was talk that Gus's job, even after the game, he had to talk about how tough the Auburn schedule was, like he's trying to justify his season when he just beat number 5 Alabama. To me, that's ridiculous, but that's the world we live in because you are judged now by conference championship games in the college football playoff. That's how you're judged as a head coach now. And Jim Harbaugh, 9-3, and three, hey, it's a good season. You, you stomped Notre Dame when they were number 12. You beat your rival Michigan State handily at home. You beat two of your three rivals, nine and three. Uh, you'll take it if you're most schools. But the separation that I mentioned last hour, Ohio State is separating more. The Oklahoma-Texas separation. And the Texas fan, they can't stand it. Wait a minute. We have the best facilities. We have all this money. We have the Orange Bloods. And they can't stand it. Look at the rivalries. That usually defines where, where something's at and, and how people are being judged. And I thought Auburn, Alabama, going into that game today, it, it was, wait a minute, Gus is on the hot seat? So you're going you're, you're gonna to fire Gus and bring in who? Who is going to come in? knowing that a national championship, one, is not good enough for your program. Yeah, somebody's going to take your six, seven million bucks a year, okay? But who's going who's gonna to walk into that? It's like a Michigan fan saying, I've had it with Harbaugh. Okay, uh, who are you going to hire to get by Ohio State? Who is that? Unless you're going to hire Urban Meyer straight off the Fox set, who are you going to hire? Florida State can't find a coach. Rutgers had to go back to Shiano. Had to go back to him. There was, there was not a next generation coach big enough to revive Rutgers football. Look at Florida. Now Florida State has all that history, and it got quiet, which tells me, you know, PJ Fleck was waiting. I don't know anything. I'm just guessing. And his buyout is $10 million, which is nothing for Florida State. And you look at the ACC and you have Clemson. Really, you have Clemson. You have Clemson. I'm P.J. Fleck. I'm leaving Minnesota. Heck, look at, you know, last year Northwestern wins the Big Ten West. You have Wisconsin. You have Iowa, who's a top 25 team. Kept Nebraska from being bowl eligible. 
You go to Florida State and you're like, okay. Because Florida State's watching Florida wax them. They're watching what Clemson's doing. Florida State is not in any conversation. PJ can row a boat in the Gulf of Mexico. That's my guess. Because who else is Florida State going to get? Urban Meyer, I mean, USC now, Meyer may not be coming back. There's talk that Helton saved his job at the end of the year. So you're P.J. Fleck, you're 10-2 at Minnesota, you're going to go play in a New Year's Day bowl game. I think that's that's it. I think Michigan right now, 9-3, and 10-2 is... That's it, and that's been defined by Harbaugh in his first five years. Boatload of wins. Much better at home than on the road. Not an impressive road win at all as head coach at Michigan. But he's been solid. Good. Not great. That's why you look at Herman. Uh, Texas has all the money in the world. Trust me, I live down in Austin. They'll flush him if he's not winning. Baylor, the Texas fans going nuts that Baylor's in the Big 12 title game, but not the Longhorns. That Baylor, Waco, Texas. And then you mix in the Sooners, their arch rival. They're going crazy. That's college football today. And you're judged on not just your rivalry game, but did you get to the playoffs? Did you win your conference championship game? Did you at least get there? Let's go to Jason in Nashville, Tennessee. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hi there, Bill. How you doing, buddy? Long-time listener, first-time caller. Welcome. I have a proposal for you. I think that a four-team playoff is too anemic, and I think an eight-team playoff is too loaded. So I think a six-team playoff where number one and number two teams have bye weeks. Number four plays number six. Number five plays number four. I think that it would make the league one week more, okay? But I think it would solve problems because rarely have I ever seen a number seven or number eight being in the conversation. I see number number five and number six in the conversation a lot. You know, that's I a that's six, a I think that, six that, is fine. I, and thank you for the call for Nashville because that's interesting. Because if you looked at six and you did the math from our good friend Jason in Nashville, that Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, Georgia were four in the last playoff ranking. Alabama was five, so they're out. Utah will move up to five, if not Oklahoma. Then you'll have Baylor. So that would be your that would be your seven, and you're going to get losses because Ohio State, according to Jerry Palm at CBS Sports. Ohio State and LSU are guaranteed college football playoff bursts, win or lose, in their conference championship games. Clemson would have to win. They can't lose to Virginia and still get in as a one-loss team. Georgia, obviously, 
can beat LSU in their end in the SEC title game next Saturday. Utah, by beating Oregon, is not guaranteed, and I believe Oklahoma beating Baylor in the Big 12 championship game, that would be two wins over Baylor. They would jump Utah, and with Georgia losing LSU, they would move in to the college football playoff. So, yeah, your six would work. I uh, The eight seems better. Okay, because if we went to if, – if eight was this year – then you would get now, – now you got some two-loss teams, which I, I like that if you have two losses, an Auburn who just beat Alabama, a Florida, you know, would, would have a shot. Oregon could come back by beating Utah in the Pac-12 championship game. I, I, I favor eight more than I favor six. So thank you, Jason, though, for – being the first call, we've had so much to talk about today. Gary in Ohio, you're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hey, Bill. How you doing, G? Good. I'm a Michigan fan, and I think that is unacceptable. This um, poor coaching, always the same thing, no adjustments, mistakes. I think that's uh, Hulk, and um, that's why I thought they hired fire Hulk, and um, Rich Rod, because they could not beat the team, the Ohio State Buckeyes. That's what I thought. All right. Well, Gary, I appreciate you listening in Ohio. I know you're an unhappy Michigan fan. Harbaugh has to go to Columbus next year, so that could be six years in a row he doesn't beat his rival. Now, I do wonder, even with 9-3, and three, and you're embarrassed again with 62 you gave up losing in Columbus last year, to the Buckeyes, 56 at home. Those donors, the people in the high price club seats and suites, were there. Will this be the first offseason of behind-the-scenes pressure, not an AD saying, you know what, next year you need to win. This is done quietly at these bigger schools. Will this be the first offseason of pressure on Jim Harbaugh? Or because he's a Michigan man, will it will nine and three, the ten and two be good enough? That's up to the people who pay the freight on his nearly eight million bucks a year. It's not up to the fans and it's not up to people like me doing a talk show. If you want to join in one eight five five two one two four CBS, that's one eight five five two one two four two two seven at Saturday Huge on Twitter. And Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's huge Bill Simonson. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 1-855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. We have the talented duo of McKeon and Graceffo back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. Talking college football. We'll get into your huge four in the NFL. I I actually think it's it's over and done on the huge four. It's just a it's a seeding process on Baltimore, New England, San Francisco. Do you even put San Francisco in front of New England and New Orleans at four? That's Pretty easy. 
So we'll talk some NFL, talking college football, a lot of positioning with what happened on Saturday when it comes to the college football playoff. You can join us at 1-855-2124-CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to Richard in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Bill. Love your show. Thank you. Um, I'd just like to make a statement, then I'll listen to your response. Um, everybody's worrying about who's going to be number one, number two, whether it's Ohio State or LSU. Um, I love they're leaving Clemson out of the picture. Clemson isn't going to lose to Virginia next week. They're going to be in. Clemson last year, when they played Alabama for the championship, was supposed to be a close game. Clemson went there. Alabama having a good team. They just blew their doors off. I mean, I'll take Dabo Sweeney, Trevor Lawrence, and the rest of them, their coaching staff, them against the field. And I think this year, Clemson's going to win another championship. I don't care if they've got to play Ohio State, LSU, whoever. So I'm glad Clemson's staying out of the spotlight and they're worrying about these other teams. But in my opinion, Clemson can beat anybody. They're not afraid of anybody. And I just think they're going to win another championship this year, and I'd just like to hear your opinion on that. Well, I appreciate appreciate you listening down in South Carolina. As I said in my opening huge opinion about 90 minutes ago, Dabo, they... Clemson was off the radar. Oh, they're not playing well. They're undefeated, but they haven't played anybody, and they're they're ramping up. And I think the question on Clemson is that they haven't had that monster game this year, and there hasn't been Notre Dame at Clemson. There hasn't been the big game, so you don't know. Lawrence, you know, again, fought through an injury, at least according to reports, pacing it, so these guys are ramping up at the right time. Clemson will beat Virginia, even though I was surprised Virginia beat Vod Tech. LSU and Ohio State are in, regardless if they lose. If LSU loses to Georgia, then Georgia and LSU are both in the playoff. Ohio State loses to Wisconsin, they're in, and Clemson would win. That would be your four. So this debate over Utah, Oklahoma, or Baylor is over. It's over if Georgia beats LSU and even if Ohio State loses to Wisconsin and Clemson beats Virginia. Then your seeding would be probably Clemson moving up to one or Georgia with one loss could end up in front of Clemson because they beat number one or number two LSU. And then you would get LSU and Ohio State at three and four. Wow. And then and then you would get the screaming for the eight team playoff. Because then Utah, let's say they beat Oregon in the Pac twelve championship, and Oklahoma or Baylor, whoever wins that Big Twelve title game, they're on the outside looking in. So that fits what caller said from Nashville on six teams. But I still like eight because then somebody can lose two, whether 
it's Wisconsin, then after beating Ohio State, they'd be rewarded and they might be the eighth team in. Oregon, by coming back and beating Utah after getting upset by Herm Edwards and Arizona State, they could get in. I, I, I like the eight. I do. I like it. I, I really like it. And, and I think we're to the point with TV and football and you could bump up the regular season a week into August. You could make the the conference championship games this holiday weekend where people could travel. You could just back that college season up to third week of August. People are still going to road trip to a campus. I know the kids may not be in at certain schools. And that's what you do. And you just roll it up a week. I'm surprised college football hasn't done that because you're in August you have what, baseball? You have golf, right? What are you up against? I mean, these TV networks now have taken Fridays, so you're you're up, you're draining from potential high school games where you know Fridays used to be sacred from college football. It's about the TV deals. TV deals are funding everything in college sports, the conference networks, and also the national TV deals. Comments coming in on this Saturday night at Saturday Huge on Twitter. This comes from the NCAA buys the Utes as number four. He tweets, as a Big 12 fan, I would be the first to stand up and say Oklahoma is not the number four team in the country. Seriously, Huge Hype Oklahoma would prove how broke this 14 playoff really is because it is, right? So I assume he's a Utah fan. No, if Oklahoma beats Baylor a top-10 team twice, they deserve that spot as a one-loss team over one-loss Utah, even if Utah beats Oregon. What killed Utah and Oregon's chances and hurt Utah just as much as it hurt Oregon was the Ducks getting upset by Arizona State. Christopher Ward tweets at Saturday Huge. I'm from Milwaukee. What do you think? Will Wisconsin beat Ohio State? Hey, neutral site. Whiskey fans travel as good as any fans in America. That will be an interesting game. They impressed me today with what the Badgers did at Minneapolis. So you can join in at Saturday Huge on Twitter, on air, one 855 for CBS, that's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. I'll rank my NFL huge four in order. I want yours. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show once again. Here's huge Bill Simonson. Sunday, it's an NFL on CBS doubleheader, and there will be no love lost in Pittsburgh when the Steelers and Browns try to keep their playoff hopes alive. Followed by a key AFC West showdown. As Mahomes and the Chiefs welcome the red-hot Oakland Raiders. Today, who wrote that for CBS? Copy's a little late there, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Was this written in August? Uh, the red-hot Oakland Raiders fresh off their drubbing at the hands of the Jets. Guy who wrote the copy didn't think the Jets had a chance either. <laughs> he must have went on an early Thanksgiving holiday break. Yeah, I'm going to write this in advance. 
It all starts with the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific on CBS, plus a special two-hour online breakdown of the Red Hot Raiders and the Chiefs. Uh, Paige in CBS uh, IT, could someone get the scoreboard up from the Jets-Raiders game? Page in IT. Page in IT. Uh, uh, yes, uh, CBS uh, Legal. Uh, can you uh, define red hot? Um, red hot. Um, let me look at the CBS uh, Law Journal. Red hot defines a team that is in fuego on fire. Yes, that's red hot. Um, <laughs> and I read, I, I didn't even review that in advance, Graceffo. You sent that to me, right? Say it again, Bill, sorry. You sent that to me. I didn't even review it. I'm just, you know, reading the, you know, my last read before well, 2 yeah, o'clock. No, the real copy. Red Hot Raiders, Chiefs, Mahomes. Red Hot Raiders, Okay. How does a firecracker? It could have read this way, I think, and I'll I'll work with CBS Promotions on a redo. It could read, uh, you have no love loss with the Steelers and the Browns, followed by a key AFC West showdown as Mahomes and the Chiefs welcome the team that looked past the Jets, the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> so much better. It all starts... With the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific only on CBS. Still gets you to where you want to go. It's fine. It does. Well, you got to build it up. You know, chances are you got somebody in marketing or promotions who probably is an intern who wrote that. Okay? They don't know anything about football, and they probably make three times the money we do. And we know everything about football. By the way, uh, top four teams in the NFL in order. You're a huge four. Do I give it to Baltimore? They beat New England. They're nine and two. They just punked the Rams. I have to. And I love Tom Brady. My man crush is there. This talk of Brady possibly ending his career with the Chargers. My son, Ace, a 13-year-old, adores the Patriots since... He was like five. And he almost gets tears in his eyes thinking about Brady ending his career in Hollywood with the Chargers. But you know, that I don't know. I, new team, Rivers talked that, you know, the Alabama route said he could end up with the Titans, you know, doing a three-year deal to end his career there. I just a Brady leaving the Patriots. I Belichick want to show everybody he can do it without Brady. I mean, you've seen that, right, with Jimmy and Jerry and the Cowboys, and everybody wants to show the world that look, I, I, I'm the reason. That would be weird. So my huge four in order would be the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, your MVP, Brady and the Patriots, Niners. You know, Saints, though, have, even though they're 10 and 2, 
I don't know. I, Atlanta righted the ship as much as you can ride a three and nine ship. Green Bay, long as they don't play on the West Coast, are really good. Vikings have just kind of streamlined their offense and been efficient, and no one's talking about them at eight and three. NFC East, what a clown show that is with the Cowboys and Philly. My Lord, the Giants at two and nine. The Giants, Mirage's Giants at two and nine are only three and a half games out of first place. The Red Hot Giants. <laughs> the Redskins at two and nine are only three and a half out. Jason Garrett, you know, what Buffalo did to them. I told you in August on the Saturday Night Huge show, I said Buffalo would be a playoff team. There you go, 9-3. and three. Steelers and Browns is an elimination game on CBS on Sunday. Cincinnati's going back to Dalton. They don't want 0-16. They don't want, they don't want that in Cincinnati, even though they're going to get Joe Burrow. It would seem. But Cincinnati could take Chase Young. You have to take Joe Burrow if you're the Bengals. You can't bungle that. And the AFC South, Houston, Indy, Tennessee's playing inspired football. Man, I, I Houston looks like they, they don't look like they're on the same page with each other. That could be Bill O'Brien. I don't know. I think Tennessee on the outside may come win that division, and the Raiders aren't for real. Kansas City, their defense isn't playing worth a darn, so I, that's going to be a default division, just kind of like the AFC East, I, Baltimore. My Lord. You know, New England has to do everything they can to win out. They have to. They don't want to go to Baltimore on the road to the Super Bowl. I know Brady did it last year. We didn't think he'd get it done against Mahomes. They get to that playoff experience. You know, I look at the Patriots, and you think, where where can they lose? I don't think Houston has a defense to beat them Sunday night. Kansas City at home, nope. Not at Cincinnati. Buffalo, Maybe. At Miami now, so if they don't lose to Houston, you would think the Bills are the only team left that could get them. So your huge four uh, in order. Comments on college football today. Best one lost team. You can join us on 855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter. Saturday Night Huge Show. On Facebook, a lot of comments coming in. There's going to be a there's going to be a war for that number four, because as Jerry Palm said, LSU and Ohio State are guaranteed. They're they're part of the Final Four, win or lose, in their conference championship games, and I agree with that. I don't think Clemson's in that boat. If they lose to Virginia, they're out. Utah has to beat Oregon to be in the conversation, winner of Baylor, Oklahoma. 
Just go to an eight-team playoff. That's all you have to do. Let's go to Dan in Detroit, listening to 97 won the ticket. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. How you doing? You know, I got I got two things real quick. I love the six. I love six game playoff. Five five conference champions and one non power five champion. If you don't win your conference, you don't deserve a shot at the national championship. I'm so glad Alabama lost today to Auburn because the committee was just looking for a reason to put Alabama in number four. And now you're going to ask LSU. And if LSU say LSU goes to number one, you're going to ask, you're going to tell LSU, listen, I know you went into Alabama and you beat them on their own field, but what happened, you know, and now you've got to play them again. And if you lose it by say a field goal on a neutral site, what is that? What does that tell you for the regular season? It tells you nothing. You should win your conference flat out. You can't win your conference. You don't deserve to win the national championship. Well, and also that, and Dan, great call from Detroit listening on 97 won the ticket. It would make the conference championships basically a playoff game. So if you went to five, the Power Five champions, all right, so that would be 10 teams in those conference championships. So you got 10 teams in your playoff. And then you went to the highest-ranked conference based on that's where the committee's looking at it, that it could be the MAC one year, it could be the AAC, whatever they call it now with Memphis and Central Florida. You know, you just have that, you have that fifth conference. Could be the WAC, Mountain West, whatever. Everybody's realigning, aligning. I, I like eight. I really do. I like the power five. I like the eight spot reserved for the highest ranked non-power five team. That gives Notre Dame always a chance in the group of three. And then you're not going to leave anybody out. And then the conference championship games are a playoff play-in game. I like that. I really do. I think eight is simple. And I like moving the season up a week to the third week of August. And then this holiday weekend would be the conference championship games. So your season would end the previous week, conference championship games, and then you figure out your playoff formula until that second week of January. So you give the Christmas break and you, you know, your players aren't playing you know, 16 weeks in a row. That's what I like. To me, that is the perfect scenario. Conference championship means something for the Power Five. Then that one spot is reserved for the underdog who could be the eight seed. So that means a Memphis could get in. Even though they're ranked 19 in the playoff poll, it's say that they still would get in if they won their conference championship. So you basically have six conference championship playing games. Then you have two at large spots, which Notre Dame would be in that mix, along with whoever is deemed to be the two best teams left out who didn't win their conference. That's a no-brainer to have eight. Flat out, don't even think about it. Get it done. Uh, Mike Dingman comments from Las Vegas. 
At Saturday Huge on Twitter, he writes, 49ers are the most disrespected 10-1 team in NFL history. They are going to make the haters feel silly tomorrow. Hashtag go Niners. We'll see. Their defense is so fast when they want to play and they're rested and the way they get after it. And, man, Bosa, how good is he? And Garoppolo's taking some heat because you've got to start the comparisons to Montana. Yeah, the guy played in the shadow of Brady, and he's still in the shadow of Montana and always will be. It's the way the world rolls today. No matter how good you are, people will find a way to tear you down. Jack drops a tweet at Sanity Huge. What about a five-team playoff? Hear me out, because I don't think a six-ranked team can actually knock off a top-five team. So four and five have a playoff game while the top three get a bye, and then one or two get three or the winner between four and five, however the committee wants to do it. I, I'll take six, but I like eight. I really think the power five, having your conference championship would mean something. That way... You wouldn't have had the Alabama debate, which now is a moot point, because Auburn held on to beat Bama in the Iron Bowl. I like five Power Five champions, one champion, the highest-rated champion from all the non-Power Five conferences, and two at-large spots. So you covered teams that might have been upset in the conference championship game or two teams that are worthy. Start the college football season third week of August. And this weekend, tonight would have been your conference championship games. There you go. Simple and easy. Hey, I do want to thank Graceffo and McKeon, two of the best in the business back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. Sean Marash is coming up to talk about his Giants are still in the hunt. 24-7. Drop your huge opinions at Saturday Huge on Twitter. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.